Hi, I'm Russell Bishop. When next you're passing by the Wetlands Centre on Hope Road at Bibra Lake, make sure you keep an eye out for the nursery at the front of the complex. It's an amazing place where some incredible work is going on. And if you like, you can be part of it. Let's meet some of the people who make this nursery vital to the wetlands future. We are at the Wildflower Display and Educational Gardens and this garden is about knowing how to create a wildflower garden at home but also it's an educational program so if we've got um, children wanting to know how the turtles lay their eggs uh, we have spaces for the children to actually experience that. What sort of plants are in here? Uh, at the moment we've got a, a beautiful Dodonia uh, Hacketiana, uh, which is where we've got, it's have this beautiful red seed flower at the moment uh, and it's a priority four species and it's just something that's very, and a very important plant that we have around here. And we've also got the beautiful pink Aramea and the thing is that I love about this one is that we've got these lovely little pom-poms sitting all over the top of the bush and it's very active with insects at the moment which is just uh, it's a joy to see. The nursery is an incredibly important community asset. My name is Carl Haynes. I'm the treasurer of the Coburn Wetlands Education Centre. Its history tells something about its importance. It was developed as a volunteer initiative from uh, a stalwart of the uh, Wetlands Centre, um, Norm Godfrey, over a, a number of years. Now, with the support of the city of Coburn, we've been able to invest in the nursery and develop it as a state-of-the-art small community nursery for the purposes of education and also for the purposes of um, restoration work um, in the wetlands. So what we've got here is that we've got these beautiful little trees of Carimbia calophyllas and they're about maybe five to ten centimetres tall and they've just got all these lovely burgundy and green leaves on and something that I love doing is just putting my running my hands over the top of them because it's a lovely energy exchange. The way I think about it is that when I had my babies, I had twins, it's like just, just touching the skin and making sure that they're okay. My name is Sue Dempster. I'm at the Wetland Centre and the role that I play is the Wildflower Landscape and Garden Consultant. Anybody can actually grow and propagate wildflowers. There is such a belief that's out there in the community that it's all too hard and you can't do it. The experience that I've had, which is third generation wildflowers, and knowing that with my mum's got 50 years of experience and I've seen her grow over 5,000 different species, considering we have 15,000 species just in Western Australia, the value is, is that people can say, hey, I can do this and I can do it very easy at home. It's just the knowing there's some techniques. And I love the way that mum Hazel Dempster teaches the propagation of these techniques. It's beautiful, it's simple, and it's so rewarding. Well, I'm doing cuttings. <laughs> and they're 
bush cuttings which I've collected under permit. I usually um, clean them all up. I don't usually collect a lot, it's just enough to get some stock plants. I'm Hazel Dempster and I'm a specialist propagator at the Wetland Centre. And then um, I take the uh, base off, I might just trim it up if it's got something on the bottom of it, um, and put them in the Clonex. Clonex is a very revolutionary rooting gel and it allows the roots, said the roots coming out the base where the powder, uh, we just let it come out the base, these actually let the roots come out all the way up the stem. And I find it is what probably the answer to growing a lot of West Australian plants. I saw the need to love our West Australian wildflower plants. And ever since then, I've put all the other stuff aside, concentrated totally on West Australian wildflower plants because they need to be saved. And that's my, that's what I do. In, in a different way, this is a propagation way to get them to be grown. I love it because um, it's so easy. You know, it's not hard. It's not, te not technically hard. It's um, a case of just doing it. If we don't do it, it won't happen. And that's what's happened over the years. We just haven't got into it in the nitty gritty way that we should have done. So there's no room for that today in the learning of, of our West Australian plants. There's no actual learning of how the plant, the plant families, what they are, how they react, what's the best way to grow them and that type of thing. So at the moment we've got a lot of stock on the southern side of this nursery that have actually all been generated by seed. A lot of these seeds are for the wetland uh, revegetation re program and uh, also for the, some of the dry land but a lot of these are to head towards the lake uh, and also be put in our artificial biofilter, uh, artificial wetland that we have here as well so we can actually revegetate that so we can during summertime we can actually have our educational classes that's still accessible compared to trying to go down to the wetland and deal with other lovely creepy crawlies that people don't like. <laughs> There is a program of collecting seed and we don't just collect for the sake of collecting. Uh, we're very strategic in why we collect and for what species we want to collect. The work we do is important because the environment is the most important thing. If we don't sustain the environment, we can't sustain ourselves. So without tooting your own horn, you, you know, if you're not looking after your own backyard, we're all in a bit of trouble. So. Just, yeah, looking after the environment gives it that level of importance. I'm Lani Cottam. I'm a proud Wonga Yamaji woman and I'm the nursery officer at the Wetland Centre Coburn. We can't let nature look after itself because we've ruined it beyond repair. Um, if it, we could have let nature take care of itself, but that's not the situation. So now we're having to come in and intervene because there isn't the species diversity anymore. And now we need to give it support. And also there are so many f introduced species that are not from here that it just overrides the natural balance of things. Learning from Hazel Dempster, the lessons that I'm learning about stepping back 
from the standard practices of, of nursery and propagation, it, it is absolutely something I've learned from her and I'm still learning. And it's been a, it's been a major paradigm shift for me coming from quite a structured learning environment and the structure of the nursery industry as well. So I get to watch a lot of people come through the nursery and yeah, I get a big kick out of seeing, um, well, blowing people's minds. That That's just a general favourite of mine. But watching also volunteers who think that they don't have capabilities and then get slowly giving them the chance to be able to do that. And then you're like, did you know you could, you just led a group of people? And they're like, oh, wow, did I? Did you, did you ever think you could lead a group of people? No, well, you just did. Disease control is very important in a nursery environment. And the way we like doing that is by having a 70, a 30 dilution. So methylated spirit is 70%, water 30%. And we can either spray that on our shoes or we can actually just create a foot bath uh, just to ensure that if somebody walks in that their feet are covered because it's mainly their feet that we don't want spread. There's two major diseases that we're trying to keep out. One is the dieback, which is known as Phytophthora simomomai, and the other one is myrtle rust. Uh, the myrtle rust is, is over east. It's come from another country. Uh, what we don't want is to, for it to come over here um, in Western Australia, mainly because we've got so many beautiful plants and they are, will be at high risk. Today I am actually cutting up some cuttings that are ready to go and be propagated in our hothouse. So we've got a whole bunch of different species here, about five different species. Um, and at the moment I'm just cutting them into little pieces so that I can put them in the Clonex gel and get them growing. I'm Jess Haywood and I'm the horticulturalist assistant at the Wetland Centre. It's really enjoyable, yeah, I love it. I'm learning so much from Hazel every single day um, and every day is different, so it's really beautiful. And it's awesome to see your hard work growing outside. All right, so I'm in the process at the moment of, excuse me, being out of breath, but I'm lifting limestone blocks out of the sea container because we're emptying the sea container in order to give us some space to empty the land care shed in order to give us some space to empty the nursery. So my name's Graham, my surname's Mitchell, so Graham Mitchell and I'm a volunteer here at the nursery. I'm qualified as an accountant and my, my career history is corporate finance and travelling around the world and whilst that was fun, this is fabulous. I spent about 10 years in China, I lived in China and I got to see firsthand what it's like to really have a, an environment in stress. I come back to Western Australia and Perth's my home and I see the beautiful environment that we've got and I don't want to take it for granted. And what I really get, it's like the boiling frog syndrome, you know, you don't know you're boiling until it's too late. So what I've been doing for the last month or so is really whatever needs to be done. So for example, we've been doing a heap of weeding You've seen there's a garden out there, that's going to become a display garden for the native plants. Working in the nursery just to get the species variety up. Even as much as going out to areas where we're licensed to source plant cuttings and plant material. I love it, I love it.
I'm doing some weeding here um, in what will become the um, native garden display. Um, so yes, quite a lot of weeds to get rid of. <laughs> I wanted to do something that was positive in terms of the environment, a bit depressing watching the news all the time and uh, I thought well I'm only one person but this is a contribution that I can make. I'm Linda Taylor and I'm a volunteer at the Wetlands Centre. I really like it, yeah. I've, I drive down thinking, oh, more weeding, <laughs> and it's great. It's really great to, you know, to see progress and to be outside, um, part of nature. It's really important that people know about West Australian plants because the biodiversity is just incredible, and when you lose it, it's gone. So, and then the whole, the whole network, the whole web of life, as it used to be called, um, is broken in some way. So, yeah, it's really important. And as we deal with the increase in temperature, of course we should have these amazingly adapted plants in our own gardens. It is relaxing. I call it meditative movement. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, yeah, you, you're just in the zone and you, um, it's almost like your hands are just doing it and then you step back and you see, oh my goodness, we've cleared this area and it'll be ready for plantings. What I like visitors to take away from this garden is seeing the simplicity. It's not seeing um, the, the scraggliness of things. That that's the old way that native gardens were done. It's about seeing the simplicity, seeing the different levels of beautiful small um, flat or dome shaped plants all the way up to something that is a beautiful um, 1.5 metres tall but it's a lovely vase shape. What we've created at the nursery is an educational centre. So it's about knowing that people can come here to learn. What at the same time, they're volunteering their time to be able to grow the plants for the plants to be able to come back into the landscapes and the gardens. But it's the knowing that they can take this little piece of information and take it home and they, they could redo it themselves. The pleasure I see people get from the involvement in, in, um, in propagating, but it's like, oh, I've just created that. It's like, oh, oh, that's my tray. And it's similar to like, oh, I've just planted a tree and that's my tree. And they can go back 20 years later and saying, hug their tree. It's like their plants is like going, oh, this is my tray. And that's the joy and the beauty that I see in people when they see those smiling and sort of had that little bit of a, a bounce in their step as they're walking around the nursery, it's great. The Wetlands Centre has played a, an important role over the last 30 years in uh, wetlands conservation. Unfortunately, we've been in a situation where a substantial amount of wetlands has been lost and continues to be lost. So we see the nursery as part, an integral part of the development of the centre as an education resource for the broader community and taking on a, a leadership role in wetland conservation in WA, which it so urgently needs. So those who have been interested in wildflowers 
I absolutely highly recommend coming down and, uh, to the Wetland Centre. There's so much involvement you can have here from the being in the garden, help placing logs and rocks to in the garden, in the, uh, the wildflower display and educational garden, uh, help with the planting, the weeding, um, also help with the, the 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 trails, the walk paths that we've got. You start learning a little bit of horticulture, the scientifics of horticulture with nursery management, but then also the fun, the the jewels in the crown, which is the you start learning the propagation of the plants and you start listening to names, the indigenous names as well as the botanical names.